0: O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Amen. A blessed feast of all saints to you all. On this holy day on which we gather to celebrate the communion of all the saints, it is good to be with the saints of St. Luke's Parish. There are some feasts, such as Christmas, Epiphany, Easter, the Ascension, and Pentecost, on which we remember a particular event. But on All Saints, we are not recalling something that happened at a particular time or place. Rather, we celebrate something that happens in the fullness of time. All Saints is the celebration of the beloved community of God. And so that icon that we dedicated earlier this year of the Feast of Pentecost could also be interpreted as an icon of all saints because it portrays the wonderful and blessed diversity of the body of Christ. On all saints, we give God thanks for that mystic, sweet communion, that fellowship divine which transcends space and time. This beloved community of faith culminates... At the end of time when as the plaque on the pentecost icon reads every family language people and nation are gathered around the throne of god whereas many feasts of the church remember something that happened on all saints we anticipate that which shall be and because the promises of god are always true It means that we can participate in the fullness of this beloved community even here and now. The church, of course, has a fancy word for this. We have a fancy word for everything. And this word is eschatology, which means the theology of the final things. All people being redeemed and gathered around the throne of God in harmony is where everything is heading towards. And it is only with an eye towards eschatology does all saints, or the reading that we heard from Luke, make any sense. The passage is often called the Beatitudes, which is the Latin translation of the word blessed. At its most basic level, the word means something like blissful or happy. It's generally used as a congratulatory word, it means something like mazel tov, or good for you. Good for you on being poor. Mazeltov on your hunger. Congratulations on your weeping. You are so fortunate that people hate you, exclude you, and defame you. Now by the metrics of common sense or any society, these are confusing and empty words. Being hungry, poor, sad, and persecuted are not things that we pursue or wish for. And yet, Jesus says that these states are best described as blessed. Too often, the Beatitudes are understood as imperatives instead of declarations. And so we end up thinking that we're supposed to be poor in order to gain the kingdom, or that we're supposed to try to get made fun of so that we will get a heavenly reward sometime later. But those are just the rules to a really bad game. Now. If those were the rules, we don't have to like them, but we could do that, right? We could always focus on the negative, live a very Spartan lifestyle. And sadly, the Beatitudes can be misread that way, as rules to follow. And if we misread the Beatitudes in that way, they become not liberating, but oppressive. Instead of being prescriptive, these words of Jesus describe the eschatological dimension of the communion of saints, Because in the fullness of time, it is true that those who are poor know the blessing of not serving money. It is true that those who had their fill did not have as much room to rely on the grace of God. It is true that those who dared enough as to love and to have a reason to weep, well, that means they've experienced the fullness of life. It is true that those who lived a life made different by Christ have known a peace that passes all human understanding. When it comes to the things that matter most, the things that make for following Christ, the Beatitudes describe this experience. And of course, at the center of our faith is the cross. So we really shouldn't be too surprised by any of this. It's been noted that we often inoculate the world against faith with a mild form of Christianity so that we will be immune to the real thing when we encounter it. This, of course, is a modern heresy known as the prosperity gospel that has no frame or reference for something like the Beatitudes. The result is much of what passes for Christianity these days does not give us freedom in Christ but rather freedom from Christ. By promising that our faith will give us power and riches and happiness and popularity, some are misled into a perversion of the faith that prevents us from encountering these blessings of following Jesus in the fullness of his call into discipleship. The Beatitudes, though, they attune us to the things that are ultimately true, and therefore what true faith is all about. The saints are those who show us what real Christianity is all about, what it really looks like to love our enemies, to do good to those who hate us, to bless those who curse us, to turn towards those who strike us on the cheek and steal our coats. We all know the importance of having heroes, The Civil Rights Movement had them in Elizabeth Duncan Kuntz, Martin Luther King, and Harriet Tubman. Our nation has heroes in George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Greece had Achilles and Odysseus. The world of fantasy has Luke Skywalker, Black Panther, Harry Potter, and Queen Elsa. Heroes remind us of the ideals of what is possible Of what is laudable on all saints we are reminded of the heroes of our faith who have been the vessels of light throughout the generations now to be clear the Saints are not perfect not a one of them they are all equal with you and me in the eyes of God they are all sinners who are just in need of the mercy of God as any of us are but what makes the Saints saintly is not that they were better human beings or more disciplined, or braver, or stronger, or more devout. Rather, what makes a saint is that the light of Christ shined so intensely in their lives that it helped to guide others and us to Christ. The saints are inspiring because they were so inspired by the Holy Spirit. Following Jesus does not come easily or naturally. The saints are our teachers. Who help us to imagine what it could look like to forgive our enemies to work for the good of those who harm us to dedicate themselves to those who could never repay them the saints are those who live by the manifesto of the beatitudes the saints give us glimpses into that eschatological blessedness of the way of the cross which is the way the saints lived their lives. Entrusting this inheritance that we have received in Christ, the saints are those who were able to do more than we can ask or imagine because they have become conduits of the immeasurable greatness of the power of God's love to make all things new. So tonight, for all the saints, we give thanks. For the beloved community of the body of Christ, we rejoice that we are members, and for the grace to follow the saints into the future that is already secure in Christ, we pray.